Hi everyone, my name is Stacy Prudence Malamakumba. I'm here with my two best friends, Shanice and Dorothy. Let me just let them introduce themselves. Dorothy, you said first. Hi, I'm Dorothy. Um, if you want to be. Shanice. Hi, I'm Shanice, and I'm a male actress. Okay, so today we're going to talk about the effects of abuse. We um going to maybe explain or just lay out the effects of that what abuse does, any form of abuse. So I'm gonna start with you, Dorothy. What is a term abuse? Like what is abuse? Alright. So according to my own understanding, how I can define abuse is any ill treatment that's done to a human being. It could be verbally, it could be physical, it could be mental or emotional. That's obvious to me. Shanice? From what I understand, I think I'll definitely agree with Dorothy. Um, abuse is inflicting pain on people, whether mental, physical, emotional. It's all abuse when you inflict pain on somebody who doesn't want who which you forcefully or you forcefully force yourself or force something on somebody who doesn't want to do it um okay so okay my turn now um abuse is also like they have said abuse is in any form of anything but since we have simplified it ladies since we've you know talked about it what it is but now let's now say the effects of how abuse can affect one person or one's mind or one's self-esteem or what it causes so um um i'm gonna pick any type okay just randomly let me say randomly let me pick um mental abuse because there's so many people that would say but they don't hit me you know they don't hit me they don't do that but they really don't know that they're being abused and we'll say we'll pick on this like from parents partners friends colleagues all sorts of people have got this form of abuse dorothy have you ever experienced any form of abuse and what was it all right with me yes i have experienced abuse Mm -hmm. starting from way back when i was really young it's um I would say it's a combination of both emotional and mental abuse with me. Yeah. Because I really see, I don't really see much difference between mental and emotional. Because something that's really troubling your emotions, it would trigger your mental. Yeah. And something that's really, you know, when your mental capacity is not really good, it would affect your emotional capacity. So with me, it was about me being different from my family when I was growing up. People really didn't appreciate me. They thought I wasn't beautiful enough. You're so pretty though. My, <laughs> my, and my other sisters. So that really affected me emotionally because it didn't allow me to love myself much. Mm-hmm. So even growing up, starting from a younger age, I started isolating myself before yeah. COVID-19. <laughs> I isolated myself from the yeah. coronavirus. Yeah. But I used to isolate myself, avoiding people asking questions why yeah. I'm different from every other sister of mine why i'm not light enough why i just look different and then okay right that really felt bad so mm-hmm. as i was growing up 
I, I don't know if it's okay to me, for me to share a story like from please please okay. this is unfiltered series we we are sharing everything okay thank you yeah so as i was growing up it's it, it it really affected me in a way that when a guy walks to me and tells me i'm beautiful i never really thought they were telling the truth because i have grown up not knowing i'm beautiful so someone telling me i'm beautiful to me sounded like a lie and then the first time I had my boyfriend, that was like, I thought, the time I had a first boyfriend, that was at the age of 19, my late yeah. teenage. So to me, having a boyfriend, it was more like proving to myself to that, that you're pretty. Oh, yeah. Yes, yeah. I'm beautiful. I can have a guy with me. I started being in relationships for approval, not being in relationships just for having a partner, a boyfriend, yeah. or whatnot. So with me, being with a guy, it was for approval, to prove to, to the world or to yeah. prove to. To anyone to say I'm beautiful enough to have a guy by my side. I'm beautiful enough for a man to, you yeah. know, to want to want to have sex. To ha- yeah. Yes, all, all those things. So it's affected me coming coming to the effects now. It affected me number one, not loving myself. I mm-hmm. never love myself. Like yeah. I'm still learning to do that. I'm still learning to love myself yeah. now. And also the other effects was, it's it really made me to start. I'm looking for the white from the right way. I don't. I don't want to call it promiscuity, no. But I I started seeking approval from guys. Like when oh, I yeah. sleep with a guy, I would feel better. So I, I I never wanted to be alone. It's like from one guy the, to another. Feel of Exactly. From one guy to another. From one guy to another. Even up to now, I would say. When I'm when I'm in a relationship, it's still for approval, like yeah. proving to say I can be I with can a guy, be with a this guy person they love me now. Yes, so I'm working on it now. So answering your question based on effects, it's I personally it affected me with love. I never loved myself enough. I used to put other people first Sorry, before me yeah. because I was thinking I'm not worth anything good. And also other effects is that it 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 led me to start you know, to not to not really. Not not to to value my body that much. I would say that mm-hmm. because I would give it away. I'd give it, I would give it away just to prove that a man would want to lay with me. Mm-hmm. So that's a, those are some of the effects. I, oh, baby, I <laughs> you, Shanice. So sorry, yeah, shit is. Hi, everyone. <laughs> yeah, it sounded like I wasn't in the room, right? I just <laughs> So, um, what's your question? Uh, have you ever faced any source of abuse? Have you ever been abused before any sort of it? I feel like everybody else has been abused in some certain way. Yeah. It doesn't depend on one particular person completely abusing you for the rest of your life. Yeah. I feel like every single day people pass through abuse and they don't get to realize it. Yeah. Especially when it comes to verbal abuse. Mm. Verbal abuse is something we pass through every single day of our lives. And sometimes we might not realize it, but it happens every day. Even a conductor gives physical abuse. Verbal abuse. I know those people are so mean. <laughs> <laughs> a conductor gives verbal abuse. That's so it's mean. So Very. Over your own money. You pass by, he says, he says peace, and then you don't look back and he insults you. That's also verbal abuse. Exactly. Yeah. So I feel like we face verbal abuse every single day in our lives. Yeah. 
and it's something that we have to always get by and always it's very hard for one to have that self-confidence to be able to definitely, say definitely. they'll surpass every word that comes to them yeah. they'll surpass every bullet of word that comes to them so i had first i had first uh, the the verbal abuse so many times in my life from so many different types of people from all different i wouldn't specifically specify on one person mm -hmm. uh it's from all type of different people and it, it's difficult it can it's hard to have the self-confidence in terms of it's just their opinion it's yeah, not it doesn't matter it's just what it's they not think. who i really am it's yeah. not what really is within me it's just what the other person thinks and it has got nothing to do with me so that's what i feel about them oh you guys um i have been abused so many times i think uh, uh, oof, wow I never thought this would really be hard to talk about it though. I thought it was so easy. Um, I've been okay. Um, not really okay. From a young age, there have been steps, you know. Um, been uh, defiled before, raped before. Um, I feel for me, it came from that part of where. Um, okay. Oh my god. Um, People used to say, not even people, but it was family. You know, it's 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 so damaging. Not to get it out from me when somebody goes from the outside does it, but it's so damaging when somebody from the inside does it. The people that are meant to protect you, the exactly the people that are meant to tell you, you know, the people that were told, you know, run away from strangers and you know, stranger danger. But when the danger is right in your house, so. I, mostly um from when i moved from my from mom living with mom in the copper belt to living with dad in lusaka i was really living with his relatives um they would always say my mother was a prostitute mm -hmm. and it's so hard for every single thing that you know be a child you're gonna make a mistake and then instead of it just being corrected in the right way they would try to say oh she's doing this because her mother was a prostitute mm -hmm. or she has got that because I'm so um it's you know it, it would every, you don't you, you don't i don't have words <laughs> you don't, <laughs> I, don't I love every single time something because i don't want to get emotional um you don't know how to move by it you don't know how to surpass it because you're like okay so maybe i made a mistake but is it supposed to be resulted into that and for you being told oh your mother was a prostitute as a child your mother is the person maybe you look up to um so there was an incident that happened i was being raped by somebody in the house um that's a topic for some other day i was being raped by somebody in the house from the time i was 10 to 12 years old um, me like and my cousin. Kept on ha it didn't happen once. No, it never happened once. It just kept on happening every single time. So already in the house, it was already established to say, my mother is a prostitute. So if maybe perhaps, if I would tell them, they would say probably she, you know, she's, I'm, I'm putting up to it because my mother is a prostitute. Maybe I might have a jeans or something like that. So it happened. And the fear that i was always terrified and it used to happen with my cousin who i won't mention for the purposes of our privacy it also used to happen to her and um how they got to find out was um we taught somebody 
you know our neighbor we we told our neighbor mm -hmm. about it a lady who used to live next door because it was more safer to tell her than people in the house so we told her and then she told them and then at first my father was in Botswana at the time mm -hmm. and then he wasn't living with us I was living with his relatives he wasn't living with us mm -hmm. so the neighbor told my dad about it my parent my, my, my you know the, my guidance who I used to live with and then my auntie won't mention her name for the sake of her privacy and purposes my auntie my two aunties figured out and took it upon themselves to say my they removed my cousin from that equation and took her to her parents without telling them the actual reason why so they get her and then they take her. It's because it's better to protect her because she's, you know, it's better because her parents are well-mannered and everything and mine are divorced and I don't know if they were married. My father says they were never married. Topic for another day. <laughs> well, it was easier to remove her from the equation but keep me there. And then they told me to say, my mother is a prostitute. So obviously I'm just putting this up to this person. But the person who used to do that was one of my uncles. Mm -hmm. So... My mother was a prostitute, so I deserve everything bad that is coming to me. They found out when I was 12, and this thing started happening when I was 10 years old. Mm -hmm. So how possibly can a 10-year-old child, you know, be able to navigate through all that? But my father did manage to find out, and he took me out of that place. He took me out and then started living with him. My first stepmother, that was her control factor. Every single time, that was her control factor. They actually said, I will get pregnant at the age of 14. I will be 21. I'm not pregnant. Never, Never been. been pregnant. <laughs> Never been pregnant. Um, they would always say, I'm going to be pregnant at the age of 14. I do not have a future. So those were now verbal abuses, not physical abuse, from physical, from being, you know, raped at that for a very long time to now getting verbal abuse and not being shown love by everybody. It's not shedding like this is unfiltered series. I am not friends with any of my father's relatives. I'm not going to fake it because it took me so much time to get out of that environment, to be on a different environment and to be on a different path. So now you enter in relationships now. Mm -hmm. So you practically do not know your value because you're in this relationship. First of all, you're not a virgin. You didn't give your pride away as you are supposed to. I, I would say you, you didn't. It wasn't willingly. You didn't give this thing willingly. It was snatched away from you from a very young age. So now, already, I'm entering in this with so many imperfections in a relationship. I mean, so many imperfections. So your first boyfriend, obviously, no, he's not going to... He never slept with me. It was all fun and okay. And then enter into a second relationship. I, I, I have this resentment towards men. Like, I've really now discovered I have this resentment towards men. At the same time, I thought I would be hurting them by, let's say, I'm going to sleep with a guy. Now, I started having sex with guys. Mm -hmm. So, in my mind, I would only think, I was raped when I was five before. So, five, I, years, old. five years old. So, I'll be like, okay, so maybe I'm that attractive or I'm that pretty. I have that body that, me, you know, the only time a man could have or talk to me is because when I give him something. Mm -hmm. So now we started entering in relationships. So um, the only thing that I thought would keep a man and let a man be with me is to sleep with me. Mm -hmm. Is to sleep with me. So now I start sleeping with people. Mm -hmm. My low self-esteem is really low. You know, um, I can talk. I can, I'm, I'm, I'm okay. Appearance, I'm okay. 
you know and now the only thing that i thought i had to offer was sex because every single time when my uncle would want to solve my homework and it was so terrifying every time when nobody's around you even know what's gonna happen you know you know you're afraid to go home you you are terrified because you know what's gonna happen when you go home and then they used to leave us so many times with this man every single time with this man so now uh you enter in relationship so the only thing you're thinking is um the only way I can get that guy's attention is when I sleep with him. Now, how many people are you going to sleep with? So my self-esteem is already low. I do not, like you said, not value my body enough and saying I am enough. I am, I am, it's an honor for somebody to be with me. Yeah. I don't have to have sex with these people. Mm. I'm just, yeah, not supposed to give it out exactly, that exactly. Because it was, I thought it was snatched away. So what's the point? I've got nothing else to give. So let me just keep on also giving. giving. So the resentful towards men also was, I, there was a time when I thought I would just put all men in one room and set the room on fire and let them burn and die. Mm. That would be better. That's what I thought. So now I am having low self-esteem. I would get verbally abused. And then now I started learning and understanding about abuse and all sorts of things. Then I entered a certain relationship that you people know about. Mm-hmm. Not mentioning names again. Mm-hmm. I ended now in this relationship where... Um, it was actually Shinisa's idea to tell me to open up to a partner in a relationship. Okay. Yes. It's actually very important if you ask me. <laughs> to talk for another day. <laughs> so she tells me open up to a partner in a relationship mm-hmm. because I would, you, you guys know, I would jump from a relationship to a relationship. Yeah. Mm-hmm. From a relationship to a relationship. So now I'm like, okay, I really, really like this guy and I think I love him. Mm-hmm. So what's going to happen now? Shinisa's like, oh, open up to him, you know. Let him, you know, see who you are. This this advice was given on the person's phone. Um, let me let me tell you one thing. It's very okay for you to open up to your partner, but is it the right partner though? Oh, good point. Good point. If it's not the right partner, you're not going to blame the advice. You're going to blame <laughs> yeah, the I also feel the idea of opening up is never a bad idea. No, it's not. It's only a bad idea on the wrong person. That's like Chinese are saying. When it's so, the wrong person, then it becomes a bad idea because you're not going to blame the advice. So yeah, we opened up to a partner. Now the verbal abuse, the sexual abuse. You even know that you are being sexually abused in this relationship. Mm-hmm. But what is so hard is I had the fear of abandonment. Mm-hmm. You know, where my mom, it also came from those, you know, where you come with baggages from from everywhere else. Your mother, your father. You're afraid of history repeating itself. You are afraid of history repeating itself. I'm not going to get married three times. I'm not going to have children from three different men. I'm not, sorry, mom. I'm not going to, you know, marry three times. Sorry, dad. I'm not going to do all those type of things. So now the fear comes in to say, you, you're lingering on to this partner so much that this person, it's clear they don't want you. But the fact that they just show you a little bit of effort, they step one, two, three. You're like, oh my God. But you have taken all into seven steps, but that person has only taken three steps and you're okay with it mm. verbal abuse sexual abuse um it was everything abuse so every single time my loss of esteem was at 10 i said thinking when i'm with this person i'm happy when i'm with this this person makes me happy every single time i'll sit and convince myself this person loves me this person makes me happy it's this person i want mm. so the sex for me so i'm more leaning on the sexual abuse and then my partner would only touch you when he wants to have sex the moment he's done he gets up 
walks out of the room and then you are laying there um figuring out what the hell is wrong with you and every single time when you lay with this person your self-esteem would drop my self-esteem would drop every single day every single day but you know what do you know what how that person would only make me feel when they just tell me i love you that was enough for me that was just enough for me that was i just want to be heard that a man loves me a man doesn't just want to take something from me Mm. i never had respect for sex i never had respect for sex i never had respect for my own body the exchange of demons with other people the, the exchange of demons of what we can next i'm gonna i'm okay to exchange demons with you i'm okay because i just want that 10 minutes of of that person being so close to me yeah then you uh, now the effects of abuse now i think i've talked too much <laughs> the effects for myself the effects of abuse is you never set your standards and your boundaries they are never set mm-hmm. because this person can come and take this person can come and take this person. You think they're leaving something, they're actually taking something from you. They're taking from the little that you have. Mm-hmm. It's not like, and, 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 and I'm going to be brave enough to admit this. The time, every single time when I was being raped, I was, something was being taken away from me every single day, every single time, every single time that the thing would be done. Now, so I'm, I'm growing up now. I, I became a full teenager, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, and 20. So from the little that I had, if I had like 20%, that person, they would always come and take. They're taken, they're taken, they're taken. I would never set boundaries. You know, I've done so many things that I clearly don't want to do. Mm-hmm. I don't want to do it. But I don't want to push away the other person because I want them. Because they tell me they want to be in my life and they love me. So I bring them closer. So I want them. So I never knew how to set standards. I learned how to set standards when somebody, the person... Who was my boyfriend mm-hmm. um raped me and then he called me a whore mm-hmm. he called me loose and he asked me if every time when i was being raped i never used to enjoy the rap mm-hmm. at 10 years old or five years old who enjoys being raped at that age and then you guys remember every time when i come out blush about him i'll talk about him every mm-hmm. single time that was never the case. Now I'm thinking, I'm in this relationship for how long? Mm-hmm. How long can this go on? How long can this be? Because it was an everyday routine. Mm-hmm. It was an every single day routine. So I now started learning to say no. Um, quite all right. I did not. Somebody, some wise person told me this. You do not govern. We govern 50% of what happens in our life. The other 50 we do not govern. So... I never governed to be raped, but I can obviously govern, am I going to be raped again? Mm-hmm. That I can govern. We don't, I never governed to be, you know, be born by whatever they wanted to call my mom, but I can govern to either follow that path or make another different, you know, 190 degrees exit somewhere else. So now I'm with this person, but if they're okay to abuse me like this, is it okay? Because I'm holding on to not destroy them with my words, but it looks they're so flexible to destroy me with their words. So the effects of abuse for me was never, I never used to set standards, never loved myself enough, never put me first. Am I able to put other people's sons before me? Or I'm able to put other friendship or family members. And when I learned, I measured my standards so high that not even a relative is able to, you know, 
remove me from the platter from the pattern that i've put myself for me now if a family member is not acting right I'm, I'm i'm okay to walk away a relationship is not feeding me i am okay to walk away yes that's for my you know point yeah, I, I, I love the stage right now. Like, it, yeah, you're doing good to yourself. Yeah, and then it's not easy though, but because you get to have times when you miss the bad company, but because you've never experienced something better. But your mind can only play what you have seen before. Exactly. Or what you have had before. The a mind is like a computer, so it completely, you know, plays the same thing. But your heart, though we can say, Oh, the heart is stupid. The heart can guide you into something also very beautiful if you really listen to it because what happens is you walk away from a relationship and you wonder how your heart can tell you you know there's somebody there's somebody we'll meet somebody we can go on this yeah fine let's let's get a day or two to cry and be miserable about it but surely let us wake up but your mind is going to continuously play you the same images that you had the same thing the same thing over and over and over again so yeah don't i miss the bad company or to feel wanted by somebody to feel maybe given a little bit of oh i love you or blah, blah. i don't even like guys who drink or smoke weed guys i don't but you are something you you were accepting yes because the person i was with i always used to tell myself i want to marry some you guys know the person i would love to get married to the job you like to work Mm -hmm. and then i enter into this relationship and the son is so from queen i'm like it's okay you know i can live in a two-roomed house for a start you are lowering every single thing for this person and the guys this person would always tell me um you know how many girls want me, but I choose to be with you. I have been in such a type. so draining. Very. Like, you have no idea how many people. Even I would, you know, be with people that I was with at Unzab. I would be with them, but I choose to be with you. So I'm like, okay, so I'm like, what option now? I'm like, I'm 90. What am I? What am I? But yeah, it's rough, but I've gotten to that point of where to say, I'm not going to be abused anymore because this is my life. This is me. I write my own story, not you to write my own story. I'm enough. Like, I am really, really enough. I'm a good person. I'm kind. It's an honor for you to be with me. So that's where I'm at. And yeah. Good energy right there. That's where I'm at. So those, yeah. Your, your, your guys, your last remarks, your talking. Still add more to share? Please do more. So she, she got so into the conversation, <laughs> she forgot to access what are, our, what are the effects for us on our part. <laughs> she was so much into herself. This is so therapeutic though. She forgot. <laughs> We're still here. It's so therapeutic though. What yeah. are your last remarks? I'm sorry. So, I don't know whether we should jump to our last remarks. No. Oh, sorry. We should go back to your effects. Your, your effect. What because are you effects? Like we should just say goodbye. Now. No. What I like your effects. We still got time. I'm sorry. Um, I think the most biggest effect that comes with abuse. Is definitely self-confidence mm-hmm. self-confidence has got everything to do with it because the moment it's shattered yes sometimes there are those who still have the courage and smile and talk with people and be out loud so the people that are out so outspoken like some of us you know 
you talk extroverts. <laughs> but at the end of the day, you go back to your pillow and you stay up all night thinking and reflecting back on every pain that has gone through. I, for one, am one person who brushes off most of the things. And I thank my memory for always cutting off certain <laughs> things. I really thank it because without it, I wouldn't be here. Oh my God. Okay. There are so many things that unless somebody starts talking, then I start reflecting back. But me on my own, I, I take them to the dark place and I, I leave them there. And I, I continue with life. That, I that's like, that's just... like your subconscious blocking away some certain things because I I also blocked that part of my five-year-old time. I if blocked you can it out. block out the negativity, then you're well and good. It yeah. actually comes back, you, you guys. It actually comes back. You can, I think you can move on. For me, I'm one of those people who just block everything and block it and block it mm. until somebody starts talking about certain things. And, and then I start relating and remember, oh, that happened. Oh, that happened. And then I said, really, oh, okay, okay, that did hurt. And <laughs> that's when I'll be like, okay, 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 there's some abuse, there's some abuse out there. Mm -hmm. That's when now it hits me. But then if you just ask me randomly, I'll tell you, now that has never really happened to me. That's a lie. I've, I've had the perfect life like any other person. No, no, okay. One of the blessed like people. Like that life that you all see on Facebook, I've had it. Okay, that's me. That's me living <laughs> that it right there. Right there. <laughs> that is how it felt. Yeah. But unless somebody talks about it, yeah, definitely I'll relate. For me, self confidence has been one of them. I've been shattered. I've had nights where I have to cry myself to sleep. Oh, I've had nights where I have to like, sleep We cry all the time. I've had <laughs> nights when I'm up at zero three. I don't know why I'm up. And then all of a sudden I'm crying. I don't know why. Yeah. And that's life. I feel like nobody has it perfect. Nobody, nobody has the first book life that we are all portraying out that's there. Fake. It's all so fake. fake. We all have got those dark days. Yeah. And they all come from a certain abuse that came upon mm. in your life. Either from a family member, from a yeah. mother, from a father, from a lover, from a friend. No, lovers are disrespectful. <laughs> oh. From a lover. And, and you know, from a lover, you never see it because at that point, all You're you in want love with to them. do is to make it work. Yeah. All you yeah, want to do exactly. is to point. make sure it reaches the point where you want it mm -hmm. to be. An everlasting, mm -hmm. a Cinderella and Prince Charming kind of marriage. Those my little, little red flags. You, you barely see yes. them. And the moment you come to see it, it's already too late. You You're like in bruised. deep waters and stuff. Broken. Yeah. You are hurt. And then you start reflecting back and you're like, what the actor related like that? Yeah. Did I really go through such rubbish? Yeah. Yep, That's yep, so yep. painful. And then you're like, what, what was I doing? What was I doing? And it, it, it's all important when you've got really good friends who actually give you the red signs. Who are mm. like, they and tell you, no, that is not that right. No, that is not that, that, no. no, that doesn't make sense. That's not no, normal. look back and reflect on that because mm. it's not making sense. And the more you do that, the more you get to now see for yourself to say, okay, 
there's really a red flag there's yeah. really no this is not normal this is not like that and especially when you, you have the people who don't really love you back it's so painful to have somebody who you really devote yourself into them you give them your whole you give them every bit of you and then they retrieve it back with trash and they retrieve this it back is coming with so from so much pain the place. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm they just do whatever they want to do with it. They do whatever they want to do with it and yeah. then they, they trash it off however they want to trash it off because mm, at the end of back the day, in the face. they believe you will come back because you love them. They believe that mm -hmm. you will forgive it and you'll surpass it like you have been doing it for the past yeah. years or the past yeah. months mm -hmm. and you'll get back. But the best part comes in when you finally totally realize it's not normal and you have to do it. Yeah. It's not an easy decision. It's not an easy step, but you have to do it. It may hurt for a couple of months, for years. a couple of years, <laughs> you know, for a couple of decades. Yeah. But as long as you choose to leave the toxicness behind you, behind you, that's the better for you. Because at least you won't sit back and God forbid you wear a ring and 20 years later you are regretting every single day. Or a week later. Or a week later and yeah. you're regretting, you're looking at your ring with disappointment. Okay, mm -hmm. caught in pompy right there. <laughs> yeah, you're looking at your ring with disappointment. <laughs> it's, it's painful. It's yeah. better off to believe a broken relationship than a broken marriage. Than a, broke, than a broken marriage with so many oh. kids mm. on it. Yeah, too yeah. so many. Woo! That came out so strong. Yeah, I'm powerful. Powerful sister. It's clear. Who hurt you? <laughs> My own expectations. <laughs> I expected too much and got too little. <laughs> yeah. Dorothy, baby. Uh, She's like my favorite, by the way. Oh. No abuse to Shanice. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. I get these abuse all the time. <laughs> <laughs> I like that they come from every corner of your life. Even your best friend. Thank you, Dorite. Um, with me, I think I touched a bit on uh, the effects. I, yeah. I think I talked about having, no, not loving myself enough. And yeah. um, what else did I talk about? Okay, yeah, but so talking about the effects, which are the bad ones actually, that abuse comes with. Some of it, it has been with me, I have had emotional imbalances. Yeah. Where I easily cry, oh, yeah. which I don't even like. I e I easily get teary, in, even in awkward places. It could be in the road when just something yeah triggers you. Oh, yeah. Exactly. Mm -hmm. And then I'll become teary, and then I, I I don't even know how to handle it. It's I don't know how to handle my emotions. Yeah. Even if somebody just tells me it could be one way, and then it really hits me so deep. I would become teary, like I'll become teary. Oh, and, baby. Yes. So those, that's one of the effects that has, that Abby has come with, with me. I really, really cry out. I would say sometimes it's not even necessary. I mm. just cry, but again, it makes me feel better when I cry. Oh, yeah. I feel better. And then some of the effects that come with abuse is that it attracts more abuse because yeah yes yeah, it, yeah. It, 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 it becomes abuse after abuse because because of the because of the abuse that you're carrying with the, the abuse that you're carrying with you the, the abuse that you're carrying it's going to attract another abuse for example it was about emotional abuse it was emotional abuse but in my relationships it became sexual as well like, sexual, yeah. yes i also had experienced sexual abuse and um, some of the effects, I think you guys have exhausted because I've, I've almost experienced all of the effects that yeah. you guys have talked about that comes with abuse. 
my last words i would say you guys i think it all starts from loving you, you before yourself, any other person yeah. it all starts from loving yourself love you love your image love your physics love your voice love whatever that comes with you it's all about love you guys when you yeah. love yourself enough then everything else even success yeah. comes from a person that loves, loves themselves when you love yourself enough you won't tolerate shit from anybody else Mm-mm. even in relationships you won't be with a man that doesn't love you enough because nope. you know your worth so when you love yourself all those things self-esteem uh setting up standards they will come when Definitely. you just love yourself so with me i'll just leave you with one way just love yourself love you love you love you take yourself I'm, out it's important like i always tell my Best heart support. you know it's always complaining it's like who love us and my head is like don't worry we'll love you <laughs> it's oh, comforting, it helps. Oh, Even the things that we tell our boyfriends to say, Oh, I love, I love. I think it's just those things that I was living in the moment mm-hmm. because there's no way I'm going to love somebody if I don't love myself. Yeah, Mm-mm. and I feel again the same energy you put in people, mm-hmm. the same energy you put in friendship, family, boyfriends, girlfriends mm-hmm. is the same, you know energy you would put in you yourself exactly it's the same energy when you're able to buy somebody something how about you also buy yourself something mm-hmm. too because you we, before you try to make the other person better how about you you better yourself you better yourself yeah. first so I'm going to buy a dress that prudence clearly said i shouldn't yeah, yeah. <laughs> love yourself guys so um <laughs> you guys um thank you so much um this has been unfeeled series with dorothy and Shanice. We were talking about the effects of abuse and yeah join us next time when we talk about depression this time depression and suicide in young people that's what we're going to talk about we have lost so many people to suicide and you know we have lost so many friends to you know suicide and or and self-harm so yeah thank you i'm stacy bye-bye bye bye